And brothers and sisters, please join me in prayer as we pray for those amongst us and around the world. Father, we praise your abiding guidance, O God. For you sent us Jesus, our teacher and our Messiah, to model for us the way of love for the whole universe. We offer these prayers of love on behalf of ourselves and our neighbors, on behalf of your creation and our fellow creatures. Dear Heavenly Father, as we lift these prayers up to you today, we lift up prayers for your sister, who after suffering multiple surgeries and enduring most multiple surgeries for multiple tumors, has now had the bone break in her foot where the one tumor was removed. Lord, we look to you for your healing strength to be graced upon her. But Lord, we also look to you for your healing strength to be graced upon all of our brothers and sisters who battle from mental illness day in and day out. As we blend faith with mental health awareness, we are looking to you, Lord, for your strength and your guidance in our journeys in that part of our lives, in that part of our journeys. Lord, we look to you and lift up our brothers and sisters who are overseas battling in wars that we have yet to ever encounter. We look to you again for your grace, for your mercy, for your strength, that they may be able to endure what they are going through. But that you would ultimately, Lord, seize those wars. That you would look to those who are suffering here in our own country, Lord. And give us the strength and the tools we need to go forth and be blessings and beacons of hope to them. Guiding them in this world and helping them in this world, Lord. Father, ultimately, we look to you, loving God, with our open ears to hear your word and draw us closer to you, that the whole world may be one with you, as you are one with us in Jesus Christ our Lord, we pray, amen and amen. Second reading for today comes from the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, verses 1 through 3 and 8 through 16. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good testimony. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. By faith Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. By faith he dwelt in the land of promise, as in a foreign country, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he waited for the city, which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. By faith, 
Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed, and she bore a child when she was past the age, because she judged him faithfully, who had promised. Therefore, from one man, and him as good as dead, were born as many as the stars of the sky in multitude innumerable, as the sand which is by the seashore. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, were assured of them, embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For those who say such things declare plainly that they seek a homeland. And truly, if they called to mind that country from which they had come out, they would have had an opportunity to return. But now they desire a better, that is, a heavenly country. Therefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. Here ends our second reading. Praise be to you, O Lord. Please join me in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us continue forth once more in prayer. God of love and grace, we bring our offerings this day and ask that they might be dedicated to strengthening your church for the making of disciples for Jesus Christ. Your prophet Isaiah reminds us that offering money or possessions is not enough. Isaiah proclaims to the Israelites that unless their offerings are accompanied by a willingness to learn to do good, seek justice, rescue the oppressed, defend the orphan, plead for the widow, the offerings are futile. Open our ears to hear what pleases you and open our eyes to see the opportunities all around us as we pray in Christ's name. Amen and amen. And brothers and sisters in Christ, if you feel so compelled to tithe with us, click on our link to our page. You can tithe with us multiple ways, whether it's purchasing something in which the proceeds come back as tithing, to the ministry for the tithing and givings that we do, or you can direct tithe with us through that link as well. Any questions or concerns, please feel free to message us at newhopewww at gmail.com. Or if you follow us on Facebook or Instagram, you can send us a message over those platforms as well. Let us turn now to our gospel 
for today. From the Gospel of Luke, as we continue forth, chapter 12, verse 32 through 40. Do not fear, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell what you have and give alms. Provide yourselves money, bags, which do not grow old, a treasure in the heavens that does not fail, where no thief approaches nor moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Let your waist be girded and your lamps burning, and you yourselves be like men who wait for their master when he will return from the wedding, that when he comes and knocks, they may open to him immediately. Blessed are those servants whom the master, when he comes, will find watching. Assuredly, I say to you, that he will gird himself and have them sit down to eat and will come and serve them. And if he should come in the second watch, or come in third watch, and find them so, bless, so, blessed are those servants. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched, and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Here ends our reading from our Gospel of our Lord. Thanks be to God. And ultimately, this brings me to today is a message that I am entitling faith because we are going to talk a little about faith today. And ultimately, first and foremost, I'm going to start by asking you all, what does faith mean to you? So I want you to really think about what faith means to you. And if you're someone who journals, write it down. And then listen as we're going through and see if what faith means to you lines up with the things we talk about. Because when we look at our lives in this world, there's plenty of things we put faith into, right? We have faith that when we go to the grocery store and we buy groceries, that our car will not be denied. We have faith that when we get behind the wheel of our car, we will try travel and arrive safely at our destination with no accidents or complications. We have faith that when we ultimately you know, say or do something or post something maybe online that's going to be received by the people that are in our lives maybe well. But really, is that having faith in things of the earth? Or is that having faith in our Lord and Father above? When we look in our Bible, we see the term faith 
And we see it being used in terms of faith that can move mountains or faith the size of a mustard seed. We see it as a belief in the things that are unseen. And yet, for many of us, unless we can touch it, unless we can see it, we fall short of our faith each and every day. Because just like Thomas, we sit there and we are looking to the Lord saying, Lord, if I can't touch your hands and put my ha hand in your side, that how do I know that you are truly who you say you are and have risen from the dead? But yet, when we look to the book of Hebrews and we look to see, we see Paul, who is speaking here, But we see Paul speaking from a place of love and of reminding them of the past. We first see Paul speak saying, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So we see right here that Paul is reminding them of faith being of things unseen. And that faith is the remembrance or the substance of things hoped for. So many of us hope for a million dollars in our lives or with inflation, maybe a billion dollars nowadays. But how often do we find that to be true? That we are actually going to play that lotto and win. It's more of a hope and a prayer than a reality. But we hope to get to heaven if we have faith. We hope to see Christ one day at the gates welcoming us home. We hope that everything, whether we've done or said in this lifetime, that we will be forgiven and that we will truly be blessed in the kingdom of heaven. So Paul is reminding them this with those words. He continues forth and says, For by it the elders obtained a good testimony. Because of faith, the fathers, those from the Old Testament, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Isaiah, Moses, even Noah, through faith, did all of what they did. And it says in verse 3, By faith we understand that the world's were framed by the word of God. Think about this for a second. We all know how big the world is. This world, or worlds, was framed by the word of God. When he spoke, it became. Now, how many of you did I just lose with that? And then I ask you to stay with me. And to let your faith guide you through this, that God spoke and the world was created as he imagined it to be. 
or as he intended it to be. So that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. This microphone which I see, which you all see, was not made of something that is visible. The animals in the field, the birds in the air, the creatures of the sea were made by the word of God of the unseen and made visible for us to see. And in many times when we think of faith, brothers and sisters, we have to think of it from that standpoint. God is a big part of yours and my life. He is with us in the good times. He is with us in the bad times. He is with us in preparations for surgeries. He is with us in the aftermath recovery and healing after the surgeries. He is with us in the journey to go buy a house. He is with us. in the trials and tribulations and the troubles and the storms that plague our lives or our inner temples. But ultimately, we have to continue to stay steadfast and strong in our faith. When we pray for that strength in our faith, what happens is we, we don't just magically wake up and be like, we're strong in our faith, but we end up waking up and finding that trial or that tribulation that's going to help strengthen us in that faith. With that said, my brothers and sisters, if we continue on, we see Paul give the example of how faithful Abraham was. That by faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance, a land that was unknown. How many of us, when God calls us to step out of the known and go to a place of the unknown in his name, in his words, would do it. We would have enough faith to do so. And there are times I say my faith is strong when I speak and I truly want to believe that. But there are times where I can doubt myself to even when I ask that question to you all doubt myself on the answer that would happen truly if God said, I need you to go do this. Because we allow the things of this earth and the things of the flesh to hold us back. We allow ourselves to be tamed by the things of the earth and of the world and forget who created it all to begin with. Because if we remembered who created it all to begin with, then we would understand and truly know where that faith comes from that we need to hold for all the things we are hoping for to eternally get to when our days on this earth come to an end. But with this said, I really want to turn right now for a moment to our gospel from Luke in his words from Christ Jesus of the faithful servant, where Christ is saying that the servant stands ready, the servant stands prepared, because he does not know when the master is coming. He does not know what time of day or night or shift 
that the master will return. But being faithful means staying ready and standing faithfully prepared. Brothers and sisters, what happens in that reading from Christ's words when he says, Blessed are the servants whom the master, when he comes, will find watching. Christ is saying through parable here almost that blessed are the ones that are faithful and are prepared for my return, that are ready. Not the ones who are like, oh man, you're here? Oh, man. You know, you know, Jesus, I knew, I knew because you said it in here. You said it in my Bible that you were going to come back one day. And you know, I read that. And I said, you know, I got time. I don't know why I think I got time, but you know, I'll get to that later, that preparation. I'll get to that being faithful later. I'll get to that reading my scripture. I'll get to that being a good person. I'll get to that showing love and kindness and ultimately showing what you gave example of. But I'll get to it. I mean, how many of us have something that's going on in our lives and we're like, yep, you know, I really need to do this. And then... The world gives us a distraction which pulls us from doing that thing. And that is the exact same thing that happens to us with faith. We go to Sunday school. For many of us as youth, we get put in a Sunday school from our parents because our parents want us to be grow up to be faithful kids and faithful adults and understand our relationships with Christ. And what happens? We get confirmed. And the second we get confirmed, we are like, peace out, we're gone. Because what happens is we've been dictated to and doctrined to, depending on the church or the ministry that maybe your family was part of. And ultimately what it does is it says, oh, you know, as we get older, we start to realize things. And sometimes what we start to realize and judge ourselves is there's a lot of hypocrites within certain walls of certain buildings. They say that we're supposed to be loving people. We're supposed to be the people that Christ has guided us to be. We just went through, you know, 10 years of education through the Bible, from the Ten Commandments, from Noah, Moses, Isaiah, all the way through Jesus Christ himself, the death on the cross, the resurrection. We are asked to follow faithfully the leaders that are teaching us these things and not ask questions unless we need more clarification on something we're going over. We are asked to, you know, produce what they want us to produce. It's like similar being in school for public education. As youth, we are asked to take tests and perform well. In Sunday school, we are, pro we are asked to give back what they are looking for, for us to meet those credentials and those age groups and those movings ups from first communion to confirmation. But ultimately, as we continue forth through this, we start growing in our relationship ourselves with Christ. We start understanding our faith and our point and our gifts that we've been given and how we can give those back. And I guarantee you, if I ask the question, through faith, has anyone ever had Jesus Christ let them down? 
knowing that when we pray, we may never receive that prayer given because the Lord controls and knows it all prior to us praying for it. If we ask ourselves, honestly, has Christ ever let you down? The answer most likely will be no. If we ask ourselves, has a church let you down or people within a building of a church let you down? The answer is probably yes. There are many of us that are broken souls that have been through that Sunday school phase, have been through maybe that even teacher phase or just congregational member phase and find ourselves being let down by the earthly part of the church. But ultimately, if we look at things through the lens of faith, we understand that a church should be filled with broken people. If it was filled with perfect people, there would be no need for anybody to be there. It's no different than a hospital being full of sick people. If a hospital only had healthy people, what would be the point of the hospital? So as a church, our goal is to bring our faith and share it with others to bring hope to them of a promised land that is promised to all of us. To bring hope to others, to bring them to light and love when they're struggling in the darkness. And ultimately, what Christ is saying in the Gospel of Luke today is that as servants, as disciples, and a disciple is a servant of Christ, is a servant of God, that we are to stand ready because we never know what time of day he is returning in judgment of this world. And as we continue, go back to Hebrews for today. Let us continue looking at what Paul says in all of his wisdom. He continued forth and says that Abraham, through his faith, waited for the city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. It was by faith that Sarah even passed the age of being able to conceive child, conceived and bore a child. It is by faith that Mary took the right as the virgin to give birth to the Son of Man. It is by faith that Joseph stood by her side and did not let her be persecuted. It is by faith that the disciples laid down their nets, laid down what they were doing in tax collection and followed Jesus Christ. And brothers and sisters, it is by faith that we too must continue forth this journey in following Jesus Christ following his teachings, following his guidance, and ultimately finding our own personal relationships with him along our journeys. I can't speak for your journey, brother or sister. All I can speak for and attest to is mine. I can't speak for my own children's personal journey, but I can try to help guide them in their relationship. But ultimately, they need to make that choice to want that relationship, to have that relationship and to allow Christ to speak into their life about their decisions on this earth. All I can do is give them the guidance to give them hope for their future, for the kingdom of heaven, 
and ultimately for when Christ's return happens. As I try to do here with all of you. So as we look at everything we've talked about today when it comes to faith, let us need not forget faith comes from things that are unseen. May we continue to have faith that God's word is what created all. And that through that faith in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we are redeemed and live forever in eternal bliss in the kingdom of heaven. But ultimately, we need to be faithful. We need to have faith in our hearts, in our souls, and in our minds. So as we wrap things up today, brothers and sisters, let's relook at what faith really means and should mean to each and every one of us. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we look to you on this blessed Sunday that you might come forth in our lives shining that light and that hope that all of your faithful stewards, your faithful disciples, your servants would be those beacons of hope to those who are suffering in darkness, those plagued by anxiety, depression, those plagued by illness, those plagued by their own lust for this world. May, may your path, Lord, show them true hope and awaken a faith burning within them once more. Father, we ask for your guidance, your discernment, your strength as we go about our days doing your works and speaking your words. In Christ Jesus' name, amen and amen. Let us pray. God of Abraham and Jesus, you invite your people to contemplate heavenly things and urge us toward faith in you. May your coming among us find our doors open, our tables set, and your people ready to greet you. Amen. Brothers and sisters in Christ, please join me in doxology. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him all creatures here below. Praise Him above ye heavenly hosts. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. And then may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face toward you and grant you peace. Brothers and sisters in Christ, go in peace. Amen and amen. Are you looking for some Christian-based apparel to wear? Masks, hoodies, shirts? 
possibly women's leggings? Then look no further than checking out our Teespring store at teespring.com backslash stores backslash worship dash without dash walls. It's all custom designed from us here at Worship Without Walls. Again, that is teespring.com backslash stores backslash worship dash without dash walls. Hope you find something you like for you or your loved ones. Have a blessed day.